Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. And Lord, please pray for all the parents who keep bringing their kids up here to get baptized without giving them a hot bath. Last time it was a ring around the pool and Brother Burwell got gout. I have heard this. I have. I have. I don't, I cannot put my finger on the name of it, but I have seen or heard this before. Well, Sonia's baby said almost doesn't count, so. (sighs) Okay, that's fine. There's that. But, you know, other than that, hey, girls, uh, I'm back. She's back. Mm-hmm. Here. This is all back. <laughs> um, and I am, um, I'm Loretta, De- Loretta Divine. Okay. I will be Karuchi's praying grandmother because she showed up and showed out. Wow. Well, guys, this is The Read, and we're back. So that must have been a Loretta Divine movie. Now I really got to look it up. I'm going to look it up. That wasn't Loretta Divine that said that. Oh, damn. Okay. Shit. Huh, I thought it was going to narrow it down. <laughs> Just give me the decade it came out. Last? I don't remember when that movie came out. It's not that old, but it didn't come out anytime recently. Okay. The person who said that... Damn. Works for somebody who's getting cussed out today. Okay. Well, I'm sure I'll figure it out eventually. Or y'all will let me know. I mean, at the very least, they're going to say it tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right. So, this week in Black Excellence, two things. First of all, um, I don't... Well, I didn't know how I felt about this live-action Lion King film that they're releasing soon or whenever. Live uh, Disney. action? Yeah, you know how they're doing. They did Beauty and the Beast recently. I think that just came oh, out. Right, or it's right, about right. to come out. You're right, you're right. I think they did Cinderella. They did uh, Maleficent, which was trash. I loved Maleficent. Garbage. I thought it was so good. Why Maleficent couldn't just be evil? Like, why every evil or like bad female character always has to be broken or some nigga hurt her? Like, why she couldn't just be evil? Is I it loved... better that she was just born evil? Yes. <laughs> Because, really? yes, because they have no problem doing that with male characters all the time. They never go like, oh, I want to take over the world because my daddy was not nice to me. Like, oh. they don't do that with male villains. So she's the one villain that was female that I've always been like, that bitch is sickening because she said, I'm fucking up all of your shit and I'm going to kill your baby because you had the nerve to not invite me to this party. <laughs> so at the end of the day, bitch, 
okay. sit down on that. I will now, accept that point. I just liked that about her. <laughs> if they don't give men that same fucked up backstory, then you right. You right. But it just seems like I mean, I'm sure her to be born just awful. <laughs> just murder these infants. It's cool. There are lots of male characters that have layers that are villainous. But I feel like most, yeah. if not all, female villainous, villains mm-hmm. have that same story of a guy was really mean to me or men somehow gave me trust issues and so now I'm awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whatever. But anyway, that's besides Well, I liked it. Um... I just pictured something shady because the cheekbones remind me of someone we'll talk about later. Okay. Anyways, um, (laughs) so they're doing a they're doing a Lion King one. They're also doing a Little Mermaid one, which I'm very curious as how that's going to work. But they're also doing an Aquaman movie. So I just really wanted technology, you know, these days. I don't know Aquaman. Underwater. Well, (laughs) that's all. That's the the point. That's just it. Either way, live action Lion King is happening. I had a feeling. So, Donald Checks Glover is going to be uh, voicing Simba. I'm imagining the live action CG lions is probably what they're going to be doing. Um, So, that's exciting. That is. Because that young nigga is working forever. Just. consistent money. I'm not mad at that. And I was very heartbroken with Donald because um, he left Community like right after I'd gotten into it. I remember binging Community when like season four maybe was on and falling in love with it. And then season five came on and he was like, well, I'm done. So <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. No and went on to go do his <laughs> own thing and I was a bit sour about it. But then his own thing ended up being Atlanta, which now obviously obsession right and then star wars where he'll be playing young um billy d and um and then now this yeah and that is great but also exciting about this lion king movie is that mufasa is going to be voiced by james james Jones. jones again yeah <laughs> Like that is, just, I'm I so was hoping grateful. in my heart you was gonna say that. They need to hurry up and get to do it now for something today. happens to him. Day, do it right now. Hurry up. <laughs> just get him in the studio. Let him do all his parts. Otherwise, bitch, y'all better remaster those original vocals <laughs> yeah. and just lay them over because I'll take it. Otherwise, yeah. I don't really want to hear it. That's true. Yeah, which is also interesting because uh, James Earl Jones was. Originally Darth Vader. So Lion King, Star Wars. Wow, it all comes together. La Familia. I did not know that about Darth Vader either, but yeah. Y'all yeah. better hurry up and get that man in the booth. Tomorrow. And have him record all his parts. Hurry up. Oh, you have to go back through interviews, <laughs> snatching random words, trying to put them together. Because I will take nothing, <laughs> nothing besides nothing James at this point. So do what you well, got to do. congratulations, Donald. I'm, I see you, my nigga. Good job. Also, shout out to Savannah State University's cheerleading squad for being the first HBCU to win the national cheerleading title, mm. Cheer Sport Nationals in Atlanta. That's what they did on Sunday. Congratulations, so, girls. Shout out to all of them. They consist of 12 women and one man. I'm reading this on the alert of ballers. <laughs> They were the first um, black squad to do that, right? Or first HBCU. HBCU, amazing. So, so probably so. Prob- <laughs> I mean, I don't want to just say things. PWIs that may not be right, only have like two. Usually, max. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> black girls. So real life clovers. I love it. Yeah, that's dope. I was a cheerleader for a brief time. You look like it. In high school, yeah. That was fun. That was a good time. And then my mom was like, you should do something substantial. But, that you know, we didn't really think cheerleading could be like a way of life, you know. My mama didn't think, like, you can get a scholarship on cheerleading or nothing like that. She was like, focus on the things that will get somebody to pay for you to go to school. I remember when I was in high school and and some of our best cheerleaders were out here getting scholarships and stuff. And I'd be like, girl, you're getting a what? Yeah, we like a scholarship to go to X, Y, and Z. To go tumble and shit. I'm not mad at that. Get it, bitch. Do I also was not an exceptional cheerleader. I was just really short, so they could always put me at the top of shit. I know, that's right. (laughs) Like, toss her little ass up there. She'll be fine. Crystal! You'd be like, not again, Lord. <laughs> but I wasn't strong enough to hold nobody up. Also, very quickly, uh, Black Excellence is going to go to Blue Ivy for standing up on that balcony <laughs> judging everybody <laughs> and going inside. And her $2,200 Gucci dress, like, woo. Her face literally was just Yuck. Like, <laughs> she looked disgusting. <laughs> All the poor. It is just dripping off, y'all. My God, it poverty in the streets. So it's so destitute out here. Is that cotton? Uh-uh. Somebody Ugh. take me inside. Well, she was disgusted with y'all niggas. Fruit of the loom. Poor um, baby. All right, so that's Black Excellence this week. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Now we're going to move on to our alternative shade section of the show, a.k.a. uh, We Got Them Dicks. Um, I don't get the reference, (laughs) but I like it already. (laughs) We Got Them Dicks. So, like, I think that maybe five people will get it. Anyway, um, so a few interesting uh, things are happening this week. So many absurdities, mostly from niggas, if not all what of else is these. 
Let me check. Know how they Means. do. You know what? First, I want to just mention the last episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Because, you know what? I have feelings about Portia Williams. Now, okay. on the last episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, for those of you who have been watching, there have been lots of interesting uh, happenings going on between Portia Williams and Candy Barras. And... Um, Basically, it started when Candy had a conversation with Shrey and said something to Shrey about uh, Portia and her baby's father, quote-unquote, kicking it at one point. Portia, for whatever reason, felt a way about this, even though it's true, Mm -hmm. and decided to imply more than once that Candy is a lesbian. Mm -hmm. That finally got out to them at a trip to uh, Yosemite. Wherever they go. Wherever the fuck they were at. And (laughs) at the table, Marlo brought it up. Marlo, oh God. Which I'm living for her this season. Like you I usually do. She's just awful. She is, and I just can't. It's only can't so much Marlo I can talk. Does Marlo really be sitting up like she is queen bitch and like above everybody else and looking a tacky, horrible mess She's the whole time? So abrasive. She's like, a lot. Wow. Anyway, yeah. so she brings it up. Portia's in there the whole ass time talking about, oh, all that. Even though she knew full well from mm-hmm. the jump that she was the one who was involved in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her name over there? Phaedra's lying ass over there feeding that top lip some Prosecco. Like she don't know what the fuck going on. Because Phaedra been lying to everybody. <laughs> Her whole life. So <laughs> every season of this show. Since we knew her. Portia only just now starting to see it. Like, bitch. <laughs> and see, that's Portia's problem. See, she's trying to attach herself to Phaedra and learn to also be a liar. First of all, Phaedra's not even very good at it, but she's way better than you. Way better. Um, I think Phaedra has a natural knack for for misleading others. I mean, she went ahead and got a job for it. I mean, and maybe maybe that helped her in her pursuits as a lawyer, like being able to get around things and technicalities and all that. Because Portia seemed like she's very good. Or Portia, Portia not good at nothing, mm. but Phaedra's good at manipulating people and making Portia's them think something's Portia's good at wearing not. a lash and a bun. Portia's good at looking good. Yeah. She is. She's very good at that. She is good at that. There's not much else. Critical thinking's not it. Uh, Making good decisions in any way. Contouring them titties. (laughs) Oh, she probably doesn't even do that. (laughs) Somebody else comes over and does that for her. Well, anyway, so on the last episode of the show, um, her and Candy have it out or whatever, and she gets to line some more. Now, this is my issue. First of all, how the fuck are you going to sit up here and lie to this lady mm. <laughs> to her face because you upset about the truth? Like, y'all really were upset or felt away about Candy telling the truth about shit. And so you wanted mm-hmm. to imply that she was gay. And you do this shit to people all of the time. The only issue is that Candy don't give a fuck about y'all knowing that she uh, much snatch. So, <laughs> I mean, what? and you accusing Candy of that does what exactly? What is it going to do, girl? For, rumors about Candy been going on for a long, long time, and she still has her money and her husband and her kids, her house and everything you wish she Assets, had. Assets, investments. <laughs> Bisexual, lesbian, whatever. <laughs> Pansexual, asexual, it really don't matter. She still has the money, girl. You really want me to sit up here and, and act as if she is lying to us about... See? Mess. Portia is upset. Because Candy basically let it rain after, you know, the truth came yes, out. Yes, she did. That Portia herself be out here, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, Thotting playing the kitty game. <laughs> yes. 
as well. And she now is trying to, you know, hurry and scurry along and try and do damage control and conceal all of that bullshit. And the thing that I love about Candy's situation, although Candy's got her own issues, especially with the mess of the people. and Yeah. Yes. Not just her mother, though. Her mother is like, her mother sits in the mess throne. That's true. But like most, but besides like maybe Ace and Riley, everybody else <laughs> keeps up mess and just like sits around and insists. Well, I mean, and Riley is rude too, but. No, Riley is honest, though. But Riley don't just be sitting up like, oh, tell me some more, mama. Like she doesn't give she's a She's at that age where she's going to have to learn how, you know, to not be so, so direct and honest with she people. Like, like learn, get, you need a filter. You know, you don't talk no. to people any old kind of way. Right but then the care. people who work for candy are just as, <sighs> Lord, every time we go to a, a candy coated factory scene, I just be like, here we go yeah, again, my God. Because <laughs> it's not her. She don't, I don't have an issue with candy. Not at all. all. Not but at all. But every time she's in the scene with the rest of them, that's exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I get instantly exhausted. Annoyed. Anyway, so she has no problem coming forward. That's what I like about her being like, yep, I have fucked with girls before. Yep, me and Todd have tried threesomes before. Yep, I did that too. Nope, never did that but I did do that like she doesn't have a problem with that what the fuck made y'all think that she was gonna act as if there was like she was gonna lie about something in her sexual life and mm. then you wanna be upset because she told your business I just don't understand why they're trying to act as if you know I never I only throw shade or I only tell your business when people have my business no you don't girl y'all sit up on this season every y'all sit on the show every season doing the same thing and what really annoys me the most about Portia is that for a bitch who has either tried to out or imply that somebody is gay every black ass season that you've been on this show Mm -hmm. I just find it very funny that now you mad that somebody is telling the truth about you playing that game because you came on the show and you you basically went to try and out Cordell, although Cordell was not very nice to you, and also didn't very didn't do a good job of hiding that himself. Yeah. But <laughs> that's still not your place to do that. Then she was a part of the same shit when they was talking about Kim Fields' husband, and now you sitting on here yeah. trying to act like Candy is gay and helped Phaedra imply that Shamia gay too, and Shamia was supposed to be your friend. Now you mad that the streets know you be chasing waterfalls? Mm. I'm confused. <laughs> the friend that Candy met through you, and now they closer because they both realize how fake you are. Damn. Damn, bitch, that has to stay. I'm just super, super confused. Don't play those motherfucking games and then try to sit up here and talking about, do you have a sex dungeon and your husband be telling people that his name is Marvin? And if you believe <laughs> that bullshit, if you are sitting at home believing Portia sitting at this table outside of wherever in the fuck Atlanta, Georgia, you just as dumb as she you is. You just oughtn't because there just is no reason. But I don't get the point in them accusing Candy of being gay or whatever, like... Who who cares? What that's not some bad, shameful, secretive thing. Because it's backup. That's what I'm saying when I say that type of woman or when I um when I'm always coming back to the Palmers. That's what I'm talking about. It's like a natural instinct for you to just be like, Well, you gay. Because they do it to everybody. The only difference is Candy yeah. was like, I don't care. So yes, I have done right. that. And what else? Let's talk about the time that you did it. <laughs> Wait, what? What are, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so now we don't know anything? Oh, mm. so now you're going to unfold all of these fake... And I was laughing. Candy was like, you just made that up. <laughs> 
It's nothing to freestyle lie, girl. No. I can sit right up here right now and it's be like, nothing. Crystal, you a fake ass bitch because you know that you dated that drug dealer from East Harlem. Yeah. Oh, so you don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the drug dealer Melvin who lived in East Harlem over on 129th Street and 2nd? Like, bitch, you he wasn't anybody coming... can flow them lies out their mouth. That's nothing. It's not hard. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, you doofy ass hoe. Like, what? Portia is really an idiot. And I've never liked her, but this season she has been insufferable. Just so, so bad. Annoying. What the fuck? She you... wants that peach back, but still, I just can't. I can't deal with her. Ass. Like, you came up with this whole ass storyline of you going and getting anger management to help you with your violent tendencies, but you never really put hands on Kenya, and we never really saw you fight that other girl. So we don't know if Portia has hands or not. And then mm. past, but you wanted to act as if, oh, I'm just, you know, here's something else to incorporate into my right. into my storyline or whatever. And so when they start asking you about whether or not you actually doing this whole thing, now you're upset and you want to walk through the street. I just don't understand why the queens live. Oh, but see, that whole storyline about Portia and anger management, I never thought, first of all, that she even needed anger management. For what? Because all the times I've seen her pop off on that show, it was something I probably would have fought a bitch over too, first of all. And secondly, even if you are going, why are you trying to prove what you're doing to these hoes? Like, I wouldn't be bringing no therapy receipts to these bitches in this sad-ass group. Like, y'all don't really care whether I'm happy or healthy or doing better or not. Like, y'all just want to be messy and grimy and shady because that's what this show is. So just drop the whole fake-ass idea of you going anyway. Exactly. Like, they be making the situations where it's just that type of person irks me. Yeah. You make the situation worse when you could have just been like, yep, Mm-hmm. When soon as just <laughs> soon as Mama said, Candy, are you a lesbian? I would have just been like, Are you, girl? Because I'm the one who said that shit, and you know it is what it is. And mm-hmm. so what's up? Like yeah. what? Candy probably wouldn't even have given a fuck if she would. She would have still put your business out there, yeah. and she would have had her right to, as right. far as I'm concerned. Right. Especially if you went up to her and asked to eat her box. I mean, you got you a lot of fucking to. nerve saying that about somebody else when you have done the same shit, bitch. Who do you think you are? Like, how dumb can you really be? And Furthermore, kissed me and talked about snacking on, on snacking my on my cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't You're understand. A dumb bitch girl. And she probably didn't even really want to. She Candy was fair enough to be like when she's drunk, mm. she gets aggressive. So you could have just been like, bitch, I never even met that. I was fucked up. Nobody would have argued with you about right. that. That's fair. You're allowed to be drunk and, and play a game. Or but do people whatever. don't never want to own up to the shit they said or just take responsibility for it. Thank you. They always want to act like they were somehow justifying their shit. No, girl, sometimes you're just wrong. Sometimes you are just incorrect. Anyway, I had to get that off my chest because my blood pressure was raised. I'm just tired yeah, of them sitting up there okay. all the time trying to call people gay or tell people business and say they're gay or imply that they're gay. And meantime, you've been sucking on clits all around the greater Atlanta area. like, <laughs> But you don't want nobody to know that. The least you could do is be like, well, you know, as part of the community. Mm-hmm. And it would still be messy. Right. But you want to hide, like, acting like you're not doing that as if that's a surprise or it would be shocking that you played the girl game. I'm sure that you ate a, hub, a couple of boxes for a rap check. So, <laughs> And nobody cares either and, way. And no one. It is in 1950. You're not going to, your career's not going to be over because you lick somebody's pussy, girl. Shut up. Thank you. Oh, you're dumb. Thank you. Thank you. You could absolutely have been like, you're right, Candy. Mm-hmm. We're in the same boat, right? That's Me and right. You girl together, snacking on kitties. Just sailing down Les Isle. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Me and you, bitch. <laughs> Just the Dagon Waterfalls. That's what we're just... <laughs> the Dagon. <laughs> 
Love overboard. You are so me hard. and you. And everybody would have been like, that's a real ass bitch. Mm-hmm. On enough for your shit. But I just can't no, take it. You can't do it. And we should have known Portia. <laughs> should have stopped listening to Portia when she thought the Underground Railroad was an actual. That should have been the day. <laughs> should have been the last time any of us paid attention to that. Bitch. You see, if, white, if black people was in charge of that show altogether, they would have got booted her from then. That's right. <laughs> Andy That's don't right. care. Because this is an embarrassment. <laughs> Andy watched the episode and was like, it's not a train. <laughs> It was. I thought they punched it like the Amtrak. Wait, what? <laughs> so how did they get up north? Then what the <laughs> fuck? They, their feet? <laughs> when was black people for to build tunnels? You know what? <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> Lay down tracks. <laughs> St- steam engine. <laughs> I can't. Oh, God. Find the idiot. coal where you can. Oh, I cannot. And Sheree running around like a fucking lap dog. I live for Just Sheree, Just trying though. to be anybody's friend. Sheree was like, you know what? I came back here knowing full and black ass well that I ain't got no storyline. So what I'm going to do yep. is tell everybody's That's business. That's right. And she's doing it in the name of being like, well, you said this, so go ahead and say it. I live. Like, yeah. I just live. And there's nothing wrong with that. But she's so clearly the one who's just like, whose job it is to move around the groups and spread mess. Absolutely. Sheree Whitfield gets up at 7 in the morning with the crew. And she goes the crew. to the morning meetings mm-hmm. and she sits down with producers and they say, well, this is what we this want you to instigate today. <laughs> and Sheree says, no problem. You bet. Because <laughs> she's got to do something to get that air conditioning unit installed in that house. <laughs> Sheree still ain't you got ace. You have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. You don't talk about her party city table either. <laughs> Bitch, how you gonna have a phone and table set up outside? <laughs> with some fucking lays. <laughs> some some fucking publish chicken on the goddamn table. She had cran apple. <laughs> no, wait, a bitch would drink some cran apple. Cran apple is it's delicious. delicious no. I didn't say anything about it, but cran, cran apple is mango also good. affordable. Cran pomegranate good. The contrast <laughs> is what I'm talking about. Oh my girl, we can't even go inside because it's too hot. I couldn't watch that. I couldn't stomach most of that love and hip hop fucking reunion either because I can't take Yandy and her Ooh. fucking games. Oh, either. that was amazing. No. I can't wait for part two. Oh, Yandy, it was glorious. That Bob and that outfit were absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and there was a nice length of a bob, and the angle was perfect. But what I'm tired of you out here doing is playing these games and having everybody sitting behind you ready to square up, and you not. I can't handle it. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't take it. The only thing that pissed me off was at the end. Please go to the end of that reunion if you didn't watch it, or you, like just find a clip. The end with Samantha hopped up. And she was ready to um fight Mendici's sister or whoever that oh, was yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end with the, the rap. Little dyke, <laughs> the little dyke one. Yeah. She hopped up to fight her. Well, she wasn't even like, it didn't even look they were getting ready to fight. They was arguing and they both stood up. Yandy initiates the fight, right? But by hopping up... gets out the way. <laughs> what she did was grab one of the security guards by the arm <laughs> and just shook him around like a mom that's grabbing their kid in a grocery store when they're touching something. Gosh. Like, she just... It was like she wanted to get the fight jumping off and she was acting like she was doing something, but she had ample room and time right. to hit that You didn't girl. really want to fight. You wanted to look like you was going to fight. Right, exactly. Like, call so me that, back, call me back. No, go on and fight her. But then her sister... Or somebody came from the audience and jumped the girl from behind and mm. grabbed her or whatever, and then cut 
to Yandy standing off stage next to Juju. Mama, if we're on this stage yes, fighting in the name of what's going on between you and I, mm-hmm. if your mama want to jump in, your sister want to jump in, my cousin, my best friend, whoever, if we about to brawl, then let's do that. But mm-hmm. at the very least, know that sentence between you and I, your hands need to be in here too. That's so if it. you ain't about to do that, then That's don't it. get your ass up. <laughs> I can't stand Yandy because she's still going around talking about how she's the wife and Mendeecees chose her and he proposed to her and he married her and none of that is true. Like, you are not married. And furthermore... You are not a wife. <laughs> you have worked for Mona Scott Young since way before this Mona Me Entertainment shit has been going on. So, of course, now they're getting calls for this nigga in prison to tell his side of the story, which yeah. will clearly match up with, with her side of the story says. because right. he's going to defend his woman. But at the same time, that doesn't invalidate what these women are saying. You really think that I'm going to believe the nigga who very clearly was dipping and diving wherever the fuck just because he stayed with you. He decided to be with you. Congratulations. But that don't mean that what the fuck that they're saying is a lie. And furthermore, if you're going to fight, just fight them. If you don't want to fight, there's nothing wrong with that either. But don't hop up and be like, did you just call me a bitch? What? <laughs> like, that's just so stupid. Yeah. yeah At the very least, like, be like, if you know you ain't gonna get your hands dirty, then stand up and you shouldn't be like, um, sister-in-law, sissy poo, handle my lightweight. Something. But don't sit up here. She's just fronting. That's just so I'm goofy. so over Yandy. It. Oh, God. Got in DC Skyping in from prison for this. He ain't got time for this. Like what? <laughs> well, he do got time for this. But... Like that prison ain't got a library. <laughs> I mean, this nigga in line you trying need... to get some soap, toothpaste, toothpaste and shit. Here you go. Oh, it's a call for you, Mendeecee. Call, calling. <laughs> from... And the whole time, Nina like, let me just get right. Out I was away. about to say. <laughs> Call from poor Nina Parker dealing with this bullshit once again. Because I she saw in that so preview, me, man. I saw in that preview, they walking with her in the security and she's like, this is crazy. I'd be like, Nina, I know. I, I can't. She is so much better than me. Because she's just professional and unbiased and probably one of the few people who will sit up there and get the goddamn job done yeah. and will get them to actually shut the fuck up and get to the point. Because I would be blatantly picking sides. I would be like, nah, Yandy, Same. you full of shit. Same. <laughs> you full of shit, bitch. You mean to tell me you don't think this nigga never cheated on you even though he cheated on all these other no. and got all these kids? You done Bitch, yeah, really. like, you're not even married, girl. Quit this wife shit. Stop it. You are that ring keep, for fun. Girl, but like I would have been doing I would yeah, do that any would be me. reunion. It doesn't matter which show. Right. I would never be I mean, able to. This is why just I would never like, get booked to host one. Ever. <laughs> no one would ever ask. Ever. Nina is the one for that job. She's great at that. If anybody needs, I just feel like she's so above it. I can't wait for the next part. So, all right, let's move on to a fresh, brand new dumbass by the name of Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving um, decided to, at some point, in front of a step repeat, step and repeat, to say that he believes that the Earth is flat, and that um, you know that's his theory, oh. and he's sticking with it. And um, I know there have been plenty. This. We have. We have done this. I know we have. <laughs> I've vividly remember it. Yes. Um, you know, he says there have been lots of things the education system has taught him that weren't true and so on and so so forth um lots of people were very confused obviously mm-hmm. uh flummoxed <laughs> uh, perplexed concerned mm-hmm. um amused oh yeah i was that last one i looked at it and was like i'm not mm-mm, i'm gonna keep scrolling because this uh, this is not of god whatever it is it's not we know 
what it looks like. We have so many photos. Oh <laughs> my God. Like, so, what, what, who? Niggas. <laughs> Do you think all of NASA is lying to us? And not even just NASA. That's my thing. Every Thank space you. program across the globe. Bitch, do you know how many people <laughs> on Earth outside of America have sent people and spacecrafts and all kinds of technological devices right. up into the goddamn sky to confirm <laughs> that it's a ball, bitch? Like, we just know this. We know it to be true. Why are people still saying this? And I'm seeing all of these people because there are like forums of people who really think that there is a conspiracy theory and that the earth is not like a square, but a dome. Basically, the earth is like a flat circle surrounded by ice, which is why you can't go to certain parts of Antarctica. Mm -hmm. And that basically, you know, there's like an atmospheric dome that, you know, is above it or whatever. And I just don't understand how... There isn't any, like, how we have so many photographs, videos, mm-hmm. people who have said, I've seen it with my eyes. <laughs> um, I mean, and just scientific evidence on top just, of that. There's just so many reasons. so <laughs> many decades of evidence <laughs> that you're wrong. And you don't yeah. have any. And every reason that you come up with, all of your theories, like... Like a seventh grader can tell you why it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even like, hmm. Let me Google. Like most of the things I hear these niggers saying is just like, well, I learned in sixth grade biology why <laughs> this is incorrect. So I just it was a whole section in class. We spent weeks talking about it, seasons and all kind of things. We just and you know that nigga went to Duke. I mean, of course, athletes can get in <laughs> to the best schools. Hello, with almost no credentials. Say it, <laughs> say it thrice. Oh God, I went to OU and they have a really good football program. And I was dating a football player freshman year, and he was dumb as a box of hair. Let me tell you something. You never University of Miami had a whole pack of dummies. No shade. I love y'all, but oh no, they do. And they told me that they didn't even have to take the regular ACT or SAT no. like everybody else. Like they got to take it verbally, where the person giving the test could be like, the answer is A. B, C, <laughs> or D. You know, like that kind of thing where they could get like a 16 no, and get into the boats, school. Boats, boats, boats. They're a ball of fire. <laughs> Boy, do I love boats. <laughs> You're so right. But I mean, look, he's a basketball player, so that nigga can be nobody's school. But I just feel like, you know, you have loads of people on the internet who you can believe this with in private. Don't publicly set yourself up to be stupid because what he did annoyed me. I don't even care if you believe that the earth is flat. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to. And you're way richer than me. So what fucking difference does it make? But what he did afterwards was like, oh, because of course people are talking about this and questioning why an adult man (laughs) believes this. Um, In 2017. My God. just makes no sense. And so then he's like... Oh, I guess that's news. You know, like, it's news. I know that it's scientifically impossible. Yeah. Like, he's, it's almost he started to get, like, annoyed that people were treating him like him? a dumbass oh, and questioning him. Amazing. And so he's like, you know, I just think it's crazy that, you know, this is what we're talking about. Like, there are all kinds of things that we could be talking about right now. But I'm glad that people are having the conversation. You so dumb, you don't even realize you Mm-mm. just said two opposite things. <laughs> My God. 
Like, you don't get to do that. You don't get to, especially in times now where our country's being run by somebody who acting like he ain't homeboys, fucking drinking beer and shit with our worst enemy or one of our biggest enemies. Like, all kinds of people. It's nothing for people, especially on the internet, to be eating up conspiracy theories. But when we're living in a state now where our country... Is being run by the dummy mm-hmm. that is being run that is running it right now. Who is standing up having press conferences talking about, you know, well, uh, it, all of that is fake news. <laughs> and um, oh, the, man. The, the real issue here is that uh, conversations uh, are just uh, 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 real conversations. I'll tell you. I'll give you an example. Um, I'm on the phone with, as you all know it, Mexico. I'm on the phone with Mexico. It was it was a confidential, classified call, and Mm-mm. now everybody knows about it. And that's the real issue here. All of that Russia stuff that's fake news. <laughs> Like, like we he, just gonna forget about it. Like we are supposed to believe that the fact that niggas are telling his business that's a bigger issue than the fact that he's speaking to Russia, right? And just you know, they're communicating with like, Russia before the election and on the day of, like that Trump. <laughs> chip off your block. Is that a Russian? Know, I don't know what that was. I like it. I tried. You it. know, I can't do accents. There's a Russian. There are Russian people. Are people of Russian descent listening to this? And y'all are offended. And I'm sorry. You know, is this? You didn't do anything to deserve that. But at the same time, mm. what I'm saying, Kyrie, don't play that game. Just don't. Don't do that. You can't be someone of whatever status it is and act like you're going to say something so absurd with the confident, emphatic tone right. that you did and act like people are not going to challenge you on it mm-hmm. because we know the earth is round. Some NASCAR driver did an interview and was like, I would ask Kyrie, you know, how do two airplanes take off in opposite directions yet can end up in the same location? If the earth is not round, how does that happen? You know, let's just let's just talk about physics here. Let's talk about science. And my nigga, this is a NASCAR driver outsmarting you. Just asking, just asking the real questions that make sense. But here comes dumb ass Draymond Green. Don't tell me Draymond says something. You know I hate that bitch. I know you do. Don't tell me he says something. Strap up and have oh, a good time. Oh, yes, God. <laughs> I don't know why they asked him about it besides to have to give us a laugh. And whoever's idea it was, thank you. Because I needed it. <laughs> so they asked him about it. And bes- instead of, ju- you don't have to answer every question. You, don't. you are fully within your rights. Anybody listening to this to say, I'm not answering that. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't have time to answer my business. I don't know. You're allowed to do it. So they asked him about this. And he, for whatever, I don't know if Kyrie Irving is, is his friend. Do they play for the same team? No, they don't. Okay, so he is basically caping for him saying, like, well, I don't know. It could be. They probably are friends, not. though. They're similarly. Nigga? Uh, well, I was going to say known <laughs> around the NBA. Okay. <laughs> like, of similar probably status as far as, like, caliber of player is concerned. Better than average sort of people. So I'm sure they're cool, you know. Stick together, sort of thing. Like, I that's think this my was friend. All Star was that recent? That yeah, was All Star was yeah. Pe- I this think this last is weekend. where this was happening. Oh god, oh god. And so he said, "What?" So they ask him about it, and he's basically trying to play like, "Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's right." Da, 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 blah 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 blah. And he's like, "So <laughs> the guy sitting next to him, the interviewer is like, well, we've seen pictures of it,' and he says, 
this is going to take a while to get through. I can already tell because it's so stupid. Okay. He says, well, who's to say those pictures are real? The guy goes, well, uh, probably NASA. <laughs> what do you really think? Like somebody just photoshopped the earth? Then Every he, photo? Then he says. Oh, no. Well, I could fake it, make a picture look like that, like the earth is round with my iPhone, like with with the panoramic thing on my phone. I could do that. What? What? <laughs> what? Does he think we went to space and was like, let me just open up the panoramic real First quick? of all, bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> out there and was like it's flat but I got a point to prove <laughs> let me just whip out good old iOS 1 <laughs> what? what first of all idiot. we have known about this long before cell phones before phones Ooh, before photoshop <laughs> so I just don't even oh god oh god what is wrong with you niggas oh no not only <laughs> the panorama not only could you not use your phone to take a panoramic I shot, can't. like that's not even how panoramic photo mode that's works. That's not how that works. <laughs> Do you think they went around the whole flat ass Earth in one long ass picture? What is his logic, bitch? <laughs> that was by far one of the dumbest things that oh I have god. ever oh heard. Oh no, god, we don't pay you to think. <laughs> we do not pay you to think. You got to just get back to bouncing that ball and throwing it up in the hoop set. I even heard that he said, if the earth is round, then how come we can stand up on it? No, no. Now, I didn't hear him. I heard him say this last thing. I watched okay. the interview. Okay. I read this quote. <sighs> now. Oh, I'm like, oh, now we got to But after the panoramic <laughs> iPhone shit, who, anything is possible. Do you think only the people at the top of the earth can stand up straight that everybody else would just naturally be on a lean? <laughs> Do you know, like, I know that y'all play basketball and so you're large. But do you know that you are very small and that the planet is very, 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 very big? You know, these niggas have never had to study. They've never had to pass anything. Never. You can just coast through life on your athletic ability if you are that good and you never have to worry about knowing a fucking thing. That is why young people, (sighs) if you are ever fucked with in school for actually getting your goddamn shit done, looking at them motherfuckers wearing lettermans acting like they're better than Mm -hmm. you, this is what they amount to. And this nigga's rich and he's still dumb. He's still dumb. And most of them don't end up rich. They just end up dumb. Most of them just end up dumb. My mama would tell me all the time in middle school and high school, don't worry about the popular, cute people, the athletes and all that. Because I promise you in 10 years, you're going to be doing great. And they're going to be <laughs> doing some same ass, regular ass shit. Like, don't get hyped off of what people say in school. You know, worry about your shit. Don't worry about them niggas. The it, and it's still true today. And Whoa, because look, you could have millions of dollars and not know that the earth is round. Talk about, well, you know, that's just Kyrie's opinion. It isn't. That's not his opinion not, because just, an opinion is a feeling that's based <laughs> on a, on a fact. Like, it's a, it's based on something besides a fact right. and knowledge. Yes. So we know. You that can the, have an like, opinion that the world is flat, but you are just wrong. You are wrong about that. Yeah. And you are just factually incorrect. That's an alternative fact. It doesn't get to just be your opinion and we agree to disagree. No, girl, one of us is right and one of us is not. It's like saying two plus two is six. 
six. I can. We can agree that you're wrong. And, I, can, and, I'll, and I'm going to allow yes, you to be wrong. Yes, we can. We can do that. I will, I will go ahead and say to myself, wow, I'm talking to somebody who really thinks the earth is flat. I'm going to disengage. Yeah. I can do that. You know what? That would probably be what I did mm-hmm. if I was presented with that in person, like <laughs> one-on-one with an actual person. I feel like it would be really hard not to laugh. I would definitely laugh, but then that would be the end of my conversation. But then when you realize they're serious, you're like, wow, uh, back to Jim in the studio, because I can't do nothing with this nigga. What you mean? And I try really hard to like not e- like be immediately mean. But no, fuck Draymond Green. Then it's oh, I'm not talking about her. Oh, but I'm talking about in general. Oh yeah. But if you were to say something like this to me, there's no you're gonna look at my face and see the judgment because there's no way I'm gonna. I can't hide. I'm that. not going to judge you. Like if we were living, I can't. You know, before Christ, <laughs> then maybe I would be looking at everybody else who thought that the Earth was round. Like you dumb bitches. Like because right. all I know is the sky. Right. So. I mean, it would be different if we hadn't, if we did not have so much proof, but we do. And you niggas have phones and it's just, it's just so easy. It's just so, have you never seen a globe? Have you never, I don't get this. What the fuck is you talking about? There's just so many ways <laughs> to show you that you're wrong. And even, st- my question still remains, if the earth is flat, where is the edge? Where is it? Behind that ice, we're not allowed to go to <laughs> <laughs> that shadowy place mm-hmm. it's like the Truman Show right where you just roll out to the edge of the universe <laughs> you know how Mufasa everything in the light touches besides that, shit that yeah. that's that that's it okay girl whatever you say um Sean Kingston allegedly got jumped by Migos in Las Vegas um after an argument about Soldier Boy this is a very strange story if you the headline already, already yeah. I can't deal with um so uh, I don't know how this could have possibly come about but I don't know if we mentioned this Quavo was taunted by Soldier Boy at one point I don't remember why but Soldier Boy basically hopped on the internet it was saying fuck Quavo for this and a third whatever his reasons were Soldier Boy as I've said is on my second shut in list I don't know what's wrong but right, you right. know, I'm just gonna cover her in prayer and um, leave it at that. But they say somehow Soldier Boy's name was brought up at the Sands Expo and con- and Convention Center in Las Vegas. I don't know what the convention they were at was for, but they were there. At some point, someone from Sean Kingston's uh, crew allegedly pulled out a gun and fired a single shot. He was later arrested. No one was, no one was shot or hurt. Um, but I'm I've read stories that say the gunshot came before he got jumped, and I heard that some say that it came after to break up the jumping. Okay. Sean Kingston says that he never got jumped at all. He was pulled over later in the day at a traffic light um and cuffed. They said he was semi cooperative, whatever that means, but he would not snitch on anybody. Um and that is pretty much that. Uh, How is was, Sean Kingston still a name that anybody cares about? I don't know, but it seems that, like, instead of music, he keeps being brought up in nigga shit. Right. Like, he's always getting fights or getting robbed. I don't even know how he still has things for niggas to take, but... 
<clears throat> who even I don't even I couldn't see myself getting riled up over anything Sean Kingston says we'll be like okay and who are you like what do you run who are you in charge of I just don't give a shit I don't know how these things keep happening and I don't really hear anything else about him didn't Migos have a number one album what they worried about this nigga for like okay girl behind Soldier Boy's dumbass Soldier Boy got enough problems <laughs> I wouldn't even fight behind that nigga. They said that he was getting his head stomped and all kinds of things, mm, but he well. said it didn't happen. Some happened, but we don't know what it is. And okay. to be quite Frank Mitchell about it, I don't think anybody actually cares. Frank Mitchell about it. Uh, moving right along, speaking of Soldier Boy, he is on the internet celebrating what he says, uh, what he calls a dub or a W or a win. After Chris Brown came forward and said that he will not be participating in the duel in Dubai. Okay. Um, he got on Instagram Live or Instagram Stories, whatever, whatever their fake is. Snapchat is called. <laughs> and basically, in a, for, that young man, we're going to get to. But in so many words, he basically said that the money was ra- wrong or people... The wrong people were getting in the way. and Chris did? Yeah, that's what Chris said. The money was wrong. So, hmm. yeah. Even though I could have sworn this was supposed to be for charity, but... <laughs> you um, knew this shit wasn't for no fucking charity. I mean, I was going with that. I knew it wasn't going to happen. When they said that... When he yeah. said, it's going down in March, I was like, okay, never no. mind. <laughs> because if I wanted to beat somebody's ass with the passion that you're saying you wanted to beat this mm-hmm. nigga's ass, I wouldn't be waiting Within until... one week. The seasons change. <laughs> like, What? <laughs> You give your time to cool, yourself time to cool off and shit. Like now you're not even mad no more. Like, well, I'm going all the way to Dubai just to fight. Right, this you nigga. got way bigger problems at the well, moment. Much bigger. You well, might need to keep your ass domestic and out of California. Um. So yeah, Soldier Boy is up on the internet. You know, talking about you know I want to thank God and all my homies and my trainer and all of this other stuff for this win and I'm so grateful and blah blah blah. And How it's like you, but you didn't fight. <laughs> like. It's not a win if, if he canceled it before you even... It, you, it's not like you automatically win because it didn't happen. You just... There's no win or loss because no one competed. What the fuck are you talking about? It's not even like a draw. Words mean things. I, Does he feel like because Chris canceled, that means... Like, what? Like, Chris was scared of fighting him or something? Because nobody... Still, no one believes that. I don't believe Chris it. Brown could so easily rearrange your face. I see that happening. I do. So... <laughs> I really, really do. I just don't understand. You know, again, both of them are on my sick and shut-in list, and I just... Oh, God. So, I just... Is it time for Chris? So, Karuchi filed a restraining order against Chris Brown recently... After she says he was telling people that he is or was going to kill her. Um, I'm going to read the restraining order or whatever it is that she wrote here on the document. It says... Oh, her her reason for filing? Yeah, like this is actually like a scanned image of oh, okay. the form. The handwritten yes. form, okay. And she kind of writes like... A child? Like an eighth grader. Yeah, of course she does. Which is like cute because she's very tiny, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like I 
it's not all the way. My mama said it's because these kids spend so much time on their phones and computers and shit. They really don't practice penmanship. Handwriting, that's true. Yeah, that's absolutely. You're gonna see more and more people who cannot write. That's so true. Which is sad. I'm gonna have my kids working on their curses. You have to stay in the lines. (laughs) Nice big strokes on the pencil. We're we're working. You're not gonna be out here. Mm-mm. Okay, so this is what she wrote. She wrote, around the second week of February, he told a few people that he was going to kill me. He said, if no one else can have me, then he's going to he's gonna take me out. I have text messages from December 2016 and January where he's made several threats, including beating me up and making my life hell. He also threatened to harass my friends, in which there was an incident a few weeks ago where he told my friend he had to leave a party or else he was going to get beat up. And also threw a drink in another friend's face. This is why I've decided to finally go through with the restraining order because he is starting to take action on his words. He's an ex-boyfriend from two years ago and we both live in L.A. Signed and dated. This was the 17th. So this was just a few days ago. Woo. Well. She also said that he, uh, he actually got physical with her. Two years ago, punched her in the stomach twice or something like that and pushed her downstairs. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he tried to, like, very quickly imply that it wasn't true or something like that on Instagram. And then a girl named Kay Cola, who I had never heard of before, but apparently she's a singer, um, Grammy-nominated or something. But she says that she, like, lived below them when he got out of jail. Oh, okay. Mind you, two years ago was when we found out about royalty. Royalty. And Cruci was like, okay, I'm finished. Oh. So she says she lived beneath them and she would hear it and even called the police one time. So the way that she worded it made it sound like she, like it happened. Heard it multiple times, right. But I guess whenever she called the cops on them one time, she said that she had got into it with him before because he was always waking up her kid and all kinds of stuff and said she ain't got no reason to lie and blah, 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 blah. So this is what he's currently dealing with um, because, of course, now everybody is hearing these you know, tales in the street about him getting physical with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really know what to say about this. I can't say that I'm surprised. I, I can't, can't either. I wish I could, but Me look too. at Chris Brown. Look at his history. This is not even the first time he's done this to a woman. I mean, he literally said himself on Instagram the other day. I don't remember how many weeks ago, but it wasn't that long ago. He said himself on Instagram that he is a stalker. He said, if I love you, if I want you, then I'm going to harass you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to make your life hell. Bitch, if I can't have you, nobody. Like He said this on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I watched and heard it. So it's, it's strange and it's sad to me. This is my only issue or a real like main feeling about this is how many people are trying to make make her look like she's a bad person for this or like it's like she doing something wrong. Like it's something wrong with her for that? Right. It's ridiculous to me now. It's bad enough that we have to deal with this ignorance um, from men and their refusal to protect women in these types of situations. Mm -hmm. But when women do it, it's even like sadder to me because the shit that they're, they're saying is so ridiculous and so unfair and it's a huge, huge, huge part of the problem when it comes to domestic abuse and these types of situations. Whether it's physical, verbal, emotional, all three, doesn't matter what it is. But when you ask and shit like, oh, well, 
why are you just now filing this restraining order? Because he just two weeks ago said that he was going to kill because her. Because now he's starting to lose it. Right. Now he's now he's doing the most. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Karuchi is always dealing with y'all saying something about her in relation to Chris Brown. I wouldn't be surprised if she just wanted to be left the fuck alone. Like, and I'm not... I'm not going to sit here and act like, we you know, we don't kiki and laugh or whatever. I'm sure if that nails or what is that shit called? Claws? If that TNT show she got coming out is foolish or if she looks crazy, I'm going to make fun of her. Yeah. If there's any reason for me of to course. make fun of her, I'm going to. But you have to know when the line is. Like, right. my God, are you fucking kidding me? Talking about, well, why didn't she say something back then? What? Niggas is dumb. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you realize that while you asking this woman who was, who says that she was abused, why she didn't say anything then, she's also being told, well, you knew what he did to Rihanna and you dated him anyway. So she probably knew full well when mm-hmm. it happened then that if she would have said something, that's what the fuck y'all would have said. She's hurt, embarrassed. And, and that's that, still what y'all saying. People are still saying that. What girl, it happened to Rihanna, so what do you think was going to happen to you? And she's not even telling y'all. The only reason we know is because of these, these paperwork and whatever right. and all that stuff that's come out. So, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why didn't you say anything then? Ask plenty of your motherfucking cousins, sisters, aunties, and mothers why they didn't say anything initially when they were being abused of them probably are right now and don't say anything to y'all and that is exactly why because of fuck shit like this you really looking at chris brown right. <laughs> acting like it just just oh, oh no way oh, he could not have oh yeah, that is no, no. Uh, it's uh, not uh, mahershala uh, ali it's not like what i can't believe it <laughs> it's chris brown nigga <laughs> chris brown chris beat him down don't brown. even give me the imagery of mahershala ali doing brown, something like come that come on <laughs> right exactly if you heard that about mahershala you'd be like wait a minute bitch Heart. Baroque. Wait a minute. Like, that that stings. But bitch, Chris Brown, I'm like, yeah, that sound like that nigga. Every last bit of this sound like that nigga. What got on my nerves was way too many people on the internet being like, I just, I feel like y'all about to rush to conclusions and assume that Chris is in the wrong. Just like when that white girl went over there and lied on him. Skirt. Everybody. Please. Back up. Let's just get started. Because when we heard about that white girl story, everybody said, well, first of all, I have questions. Because (laughs) I just don't see some white girl being pistol whipped or whatever at Chris Brown's house. This doesn't sound like something that would happen. And then the backstory came out about this little girl having sticky fingers and shit coming up missing and all this. So it's like, "Mm, this just doesn't sound accurate. It's not like any story that comes out that's anti-Chris Brown. I'm automatically going to be like, oh, fuck Chris Brown. It's just that you Usually, that nigga is in the wrong, especially when it comes to domestic abuse situations. So for y'all to be acting like, oh, well, this is just like that white girl story. No, it's not. Because that white girl was full of lies from the beginning. But there's nothing about this to indicate that Karuchi is not telling the truth. There just isn't. There were so many reasons to not believe that white girl. Right. There were so many reasons to not believe her. Nobody's pulling a gun on a white girl for no reason. (laughs) But in this situation, you are so stupid. But this girl, what she wrote in this restraining order, we he's literally said yeah. these things. Yeah, he has. So it's just like, I don't even understand what you're motherfucking talking about. It's almost like when, you remember when Black China, I hate, I'm sorry. But remember when Black China was like, you know, she had left Rob or whatever because he was calling her all kinds of hoes and bitches and mm-hmm. strippers and talking about bad about her and getting real aggressive and stuff. And people were like, that doesn't seem like Rob. You're a stripper and blah, blah, blah. And Rob is so quiet and all that other stuff. And a couple of people had to be like, well, let's not second. forget yeah. that he called his own flesh and blood sister a stripper ass hoe on TV. <laughs> so why? It's not so 
far-fetched to think that he would do it again this time. So I don't understand how y'all... But people hate women so much that they will do whatever they can to keep from men. Chris Brown could literally kill Karuchi and somebody would be like, well, it was her fault for breathing it. Why did that bitch... She shouldn't have known not right. to do it mm-hmm. after Well, that's what she get for fucking with... around with Chris Brown in the first place. Bitch, what did you think was gonna happen? You should have just went back to him when he put your name in that fucking song, obviously. People were legit obviously, like... he love you. Right. Damn, bitch, quit playing. Like, like, what's it gonna take? Go back to him, girl. Uh, uh No. No. And this is after he allegedly put hands on her. Mm-hmm. And she never even said anything while y'all are so knee-deep right. in their motherfucking And if you remember, he never even completed his whole rehab and everything he was supposed to go through. Chris Brown never actually got the help that he truly needs, and I doubt he ever will, because at this point, he has too much money and power, influence, whatever else in the industry. He's He can basically just coast by on his barely able to sing talent because I'm sorry I know Chris used to be much more he used to be much more talented oh, but the coke is no. taking a toll and it is what it is so y'all let that I little nigga hear, jig I around I heard a ballad in a minute y'all let him jig around and do whatever as long as he's halfway cute he still has most of his teeth y'all gonna let him do that and now he going on tour like there's no real punishment for Chris Brown here. Karuchi can put out a restraining order. He can still go on tour and make all the money he wants to. Absolutely. Without question, without yeah. doubt. She knows that. She knew it before There's she There's so much it. money in touring. A restraining order simply means, I want for this nigga to stay away from mm-hmm. me. And it's not even that far away he has to stay. It's just basically like, don't come by my house. Right. Or anywhere that I'm at. Anywhere that I'm at, don't be here. Yeah, that's it. And it should not be that difficult in L.A. And also, you are Chris Brown. You can go anywhere you want to at any time. So if you could just stay the fuck out this young lady's face. It's a million girls out here who would love to be next. Why don't you go find one of them and leave this one alone? I just don't get it. I, can't, I really I don't cannot understand stick up for that nigga. the caping firm and all. I like, can't. I have tried. I've truly wanted that young man to do well and, and get past all of the bullshit and stuff like that. But as I've said, what he's going through, even when I watched that clip I mentioned before mm-hmm. when he was talking about why he's not doing that fight, I was just looking at his face like, this young man, mm-hmm. like, he looks... Nope so tired like exhausted drained physically spiritually everything so if you love that nigga that much you need to ask your request hope that he is just inserted in a prayer pod like he don't need a circle (laughs) he need somebody to shoot him up like in the end of arrival (laughs) when they put Amy Adams up in that shit with just that smoke and that white light he just needs that but instead of aliens hopefully it's Jesus you know he needs to go to Oprah's healing center in that garden that that's what he really needs right he needs a total soul rejuvenation he needs to be laying out in a garden like beyonce's pregnancy picture yep just nothing but flowers fairies lily pads and and sugar iced tea (laughs) he just needs organic water (laughs) sweet tea And sunshine. He needs, and he needs a licensed therapist. Chris Brown needs a highly trained professional to help him get through his shit. And I mean, we saw this coming. He used to talk about how his he saw his mother being abused, and then the whole Larry King thing when they showed up, and she was basically defending his behavior. And I knew then. I said, "This is not gonna go well. No, this is not. This little boy is never. He has a mother who has gone through the same thing, and instead of pushing her son to do what it takes." to to be better like instead of encouraging him or I don't even know if it was possible to force him to go into therapy or rehab or anything like that but she was making excuses for him as opposed to being like you know this is fucked up or this is wrong so and then being a rich young successful handsome black man in LA or anywhere else it's just there's no reason for Chris Brown has no incentive to do better and so he just probably will not 
And and that's tragic. I've had this like we're already so far over time, but I just have this like deep theory that a lot of not just niggas, I feel like niggas are usually the main ones who go through this, but a lot of times when for people when they know that they've done somebody like real, real wrong, mm-hmm. just seeing them around is like a constant reminder of their imperfection or like it's like a guilt yeah and some niggas just deserve to bear that cross or you have to deal with that on your own Mm -hmm. but i think that a lot of times some niggas like their way of dealing with that is to just consistently be in your face and almost like force you to help them heal Mm -hmm. by either coming back to them or validating them and just being like it's okay that you treated me like shit you don't even have to own up for it I'm just like you're good and Mm -hmm. I still love up on you and I'm gonna give you your way you know what I'm saying or fucking with your emotions doing whatever he can like oh girl you don't see how crazy I am out here without you you'll see how lost I I am without you I done did this and I done said this song and I done bought this your name out in the middle of the record because she knows full well, and plenty of other people probably know that if mm-hmm. that girl were to go back to you, you would have still been treating her the way that you treated her before. Man. Woo. You got to get down to the root of that. So instead of out here being out here trying to blame Karuchi for what some shit that you don't know nothing about, pray for that I can confirm that I don't know. And I can't give that nigga a suggestion Mm-mm. past looking to the Lord because he, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned, is the only one with the keys to the treasure chest of Chris Brown's freedom. (laughs) And the same thing goes for each and every other person on my sick and shut-in list. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, I go through every night I'm steady praying for. I'm just praying for, you know, people these days. I'm just going to try and pray for these niggas. I'm definitely sending one up for Karuchi because although I had an idea Chris was not just, you know, I had a feeling he wasn't just waiting for her outside the club and shit like that. You know, you don't want to accuse somebody of doing something, of physically abusing somebody else when there's never been, you know, any accusations of that. But Mm -hmm. the fact that he was stalking her around like Mm -hmm. that and hollering her name out on the song, it sounds like you're being possessive, Mm -hmm. manipulative, right? Like this sounds, it's right. Mm -hmm. It just sounds like it. And so for her to put out this or for this restraining order to be filed and all that, I just, I honestly pray for her safety and I hope Chris Brown gets the help he needs i doubt it'll happen but i hope it happens because this is just gonna end in tragedy if not that just is so ridiculous and if you've ever seen karuchi i've seen her in person before at broccoli city oh my gosh, she's so bite-sized she is so she is the size of my pinky tiny she is like janae aiko size like she's so <laughs> small she is a and bite-sized thin. person chris brown is over six one and is always yelling gang 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 like right. you wouldn't be scared come on it like, doesn't even take it wouldn't even take much for chris brown to really fucking hurt her one good swing i just but you know niggas chris brown is they fave so i'm not woo woo wooing that nigga Mm-mm. I'm not doing anything. And for I will him. stick up for him when somebody de- when somebody blatantly lies on him, like right. that white girl. It's not like I feel like you know Chris Brown cannot ever be defended, but he is just. It's you the can't basic, expect me to not believe this. It's the basic right is right and wrong is wrong. Yeah, exactly. Period. Exactly. And this is wrong. So flat out. Well, that's it. So let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back. Keep it is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted if you're really good at it that is i've actually met several really good friends through hinge i've used it i can't believe this over a decade now woof what a life i've had well you know what they've added within a decade of us being on hinge is their new lgbtqia plus prompts which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities interests and compatibility 
Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad, so they are by the people for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. I broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of america's story now they are the story here feed of episodes from across npr's podcast that center on black voices turn on npr today and hear a range of voices as varied nuanced and black as the country we reflect stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right we're back and now it is time for our listener letters it is send your questions to ask the gmail.com our first question comes from tiffany who says since you guys talked about married to medicine and i live for the show i need to know what y'all think of heavenly i can't stand her or her yellow eyes Ugh. <laughs> what are your thoughts thanks tiffany so I picked this question because I actually identify a lot with Heavenly. I, I see a Heavenly. lot of me in Heavenly. <laughs> and I see where Heavenly is is wrong when she is wrong. Like when she, the how she always come out her mouth with calling people a bitch. And now she, she will kind of jump to talking about people's mamas and stuff in a situation where it don't really warrant all that. And you have to be careful talking about people's mamas because that's a good way to get slapped in the fucking face. Yeah, like some people will... That's all true. But I feel like for the most part, Heavenly just be telling these girls, especially Lisa, Lisa Nicole, dumbass, the truth. Lisa Nicole. I, I can't, can't now I can't handle uh Mariah I feel like Mariah's annoying as shit. Like Mariah is sometimey with how she gets on my nerves, but Lisa Nicole is the single dumbest bitch on that show. She's pretty dumb. Mariah gets I on mean, my and Toya's on that show. So <laughs> But Lisa Nicole is like it's like people She's not dumb, she's just full of shit. Right, she's full of shit, and and I don't know if you watched the season finale, but it was like when Heavenly did the "We're not friends anymore" thing. Mm-hmm. I was, I thought, well, that was great of Heavenly, you know, yeah. very mature to be like, let's just go ahead and cut the shit. We're not friends. So for this bitch to get all teary eyed and be like, I just felt like that wasn't necessary, and I was like, why aren't we friends anymore? And I just wish I could find a group of women. Women are always jealous of me because I'm pretty and I'm successful, bitch. They are trying to tell you, you know, as your fake reality TV show friends. You are putting up with a lot of dumb shit that you 
probably don't have to put up with. And and for you to get all defensive every time somebody talks about your husband cheating or the fact that he'll never show up to none of these events or anything else, it's like, girl, even your man admitted to cheating on you. So why are you always acting like this? I want to. I just want to smack She's the shit out. out of her. I thought that we really were building a friendship, but I told I asked you not to go in in the 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 direction of my marriage or talk to me about my marriage. So you thought that we were friends, but I shouldn't give you an opinion on your relationship. Right. What the fuck kind that of friend make sense, does that? Right. That doesn't make any sense. You never have a problem jumping up to somebody's uh, mm-hmm. relationship business. And you want to be going around touring and doing all kinds of fucking seminars and shit, trying to tell people how to get their relationship on track. Which is laughable. So why would it, like, why is it shocking or concerning to you that someone who is who is assuming they're partnering with you on these relationship conferences. Why is it crazy to you that she's asking you why the fuck you doing this shit in the first place? And she's talking about, well, I never said we were partners. So then why am I paying half? If I'm just somebody who's sponsoring a segment of your program or whatever, then why am I paying for half of the show? Why am I paying half of the show? Why am I doing promo for this shit on my own? Why am I? Why am I out here? Like, what? Why do you have me doing all of these things? Why the fuck would you trademark or have this fucking name trademark and not say anything to me? Like, she was just being shady and Heavenly is speaking the truth about it. The only time that Heavenly this season I feel like did the most is I feel like she really was out of line with that Janice girl. Yeah, and Um, she apologized. And she did apologize. She genuinely did seem sorry. Right. So. And, and at, the re- at the reunion, Janice was like, we're cool now, you know. And I feel like Heavenly is like me in, in that she will fuck up. But if she truly feels like she did something wrong, then she will own that. And I appreciate that in anybody. So I just, I understand why you don't like Heavenly, maybe. But she's one of my favorite I like characters on the show. I, I love like Heavenly. He- Heavenly realizes she's not perfect. And there's things, things she needs to do better. And I, I can't be mad Like, at the fact that she genuinely has been trying this season mm-hmm. to, like, to... Even when she would, like, cuss throughout the season, you notice, she would be, be like, like oh, oh, I'm not supposed to be cussing. Lord, like, I am so sorry, Jesus. It didn't seem like she was playing to me or, like, that was yeah. her storyline. It did seem like she was genuinely trying mm-hmm. to be better, especially after her daughter was like, <laughs> oh, girl, what you been eating? Went off on her motherfucking <laughs> ass. So, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm setting a bad example for my daughter. And I thought that was nice. So Lisa sucks. Mariah Lisa sucks. was sitting in the reunion with all them flyaways, looking like a damn tomato. <laughs> That work that at Sephora. She looked like a goddamn like a like a baby carrot. I just can't take her with that mm-hmm. wide face. I can't do always right talking either. shit about everybody, looking like one of those smushy faced cats. I can't stand her. <laughs> She's so rude <laughs> and mean and nasty to everybody. I live for Simone, and mm-hmm. I loved when Simone in that scene where her kids were playing that game. Me and Kia laughed about this on Facetime. <laughs> For what felt when I was like playing the video game upstairs, she came in the room. She told them to turn it off several times. And yeah. the reason this is so funny is because a the way she said it, and b because my mom did this all the time. Mine too. She said, "Hey, cut the game off." <laughs> she was so sick of him. Like screamed. Yeah, so funny. So we can move from the South House to the North House, right? That rich bitch. Wealth. I love her. Wealth. I love Dr. Jackie. I wealth. wish her husband was more fun. Wealth and security in the career. That's really it. <laughs> knowing that it's not going anywhere because I study <laughs> for this. I am a whole ass pussy doctor out here. I be delivering babies. I'm helping trans men get their lives together. I I'm over here wet. doing cervical checks on these hoes. I cried about five times this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a really good show. It's really. Good. I love Dr. Jackie. I wish 
you know, things were different with her and all that, but I think she's fantastic. I even like Toya's dumbass for the most part because she's, she's mostly entertaining. I like Toya's husband. Toya. <laughs> Toya's an excellent But if you had the choice of going to a relationship conference hosted by Lisa Nicole or Heavenly, Heavenly, who's been married for like 22 years, a doctor married to another doctor who, whose husband is not out here fucking half of Atlanta, versus Lisa Nicole and this nigga, she got to beg to get to show up places? Girl, mm-mm, no, man. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. And he came there with that fucking, his arm in that sling mm. and told them <laughs> niggas that he heard it at basketball, but then was in his confessional like, you know when you at work and you kind of, you do with your arm and mm-hmm. uh, Mm. We're not doctors. He don't even. We he don't, don't know what you're talking about. He don't even. He don't even try to come up with a good ass like lie. He's a poor liar. Yeah. When he told Lisa Nicole when they was in Hawaii or whatever, he was like, "Oh, I missed the connector flight." But then he didn't show up for another like day and a half, two days, bitch. How? <laughs> and then he said it was delayed. <laughs> like Darren sucks. Girl, he's not at the airport. <laughs> he's not on the flight. <laughs> but Lisa Nicole is the type. I just feel like she doesn't ever want. She doesn't want to acknowledge that her husband is garbage. And so she would rather lie to herself and the rest of to us. To keep up appearances. Yeah, to keep up appearances like That's we dumb so too. And they're talking about how, you know, her kids have to see people say all this terrible stuff about their daddy. That's because their daddy is garbage. There would be nothing to say if he wasn't out here cheating on you. Hello? How come you hoes never want to blame your husbands? You yourself said you were faithful for five. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> when Simone got to reach Simone your ass, you yourself. <laughs> and her husband sitting behind her just like, smirking. Like, yeah, he said, like, he loves it. It was, you know, I feel like them two are so much fun. Like, even when the cameras yeah. are off, because he was looking like, I told her. But shit, if she going to do it, then let her do it. They seem like when you go home for like a family function, that's the uncle auntie hope is yeah, there yeah yeah cause they just the cool ones and they call out all of the fake ass people in your family for doing fake shit and saying oh, fake yeah. shit oh yeah oh yeah like that one cousin has always been in some bullshit and nobody <laughs> like, don't mm-hmm, never say mm-hmm. something you know cousin I'ma auntie say it's gonna be stop taking $20 out of me mom's purse <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's just like well I'm so glad somebody finally read this bitch <laughs> what's the next question alright so this comes from Miles Morales oh my god Spider-Man Okay, sure. Spider-Man, he's the... I think Miles is... I don't know if he's all the way Puerto Rican or if he's black (laughs) and Puerto Rican, but he's colored. Okay. So Miles says, excuse me, I am a newly single black gay man who has just started dating again. My breakup with my ex was hard, but very much necessary. It was a roller coaster ride, one that I'm definitely glad to be off of. But if that wasn't enough, here comes the next roller coaster cart full of fuck niggas ready, ready to jerk me around at high speeds. Well, that's not always a bad thing. Dating has been interesting to say the least, but I can proudly say I've met a handful of guys who were prime candidates. Smart, attractive, good jobs, and we share common interests. But here's where my problem lies, top or bottom. Oh, it always comes down to top or bottom. I'm very but it seems like no one else is. <laughs> That's a lie if I ever heard one. Initially during dating, I never asked what guy's sexual position was. I just waited for sex to find out. That always ends with someone saying that there's strictly one role. Fool me once, fine. So after that, I asked before having sex to make sure that we're both verse. But clearly someone has to bottom first. My experience has been when I bottom first, that's the job I'm permanently assigned. I don't mind bottoming because let's be real, dick is life, but I like ass too. And their reason to not reciprocate is bullshit. Like, damn, I didn't know you were that big or your ass is mad good. (laughs) That's great if my ass is good, but what does that have to do with me getting some ass? Same goes if they bottom first. They eventually admit that they only top when they have to. 
I'm starting to believe that I'm the last verse guy standing and maybe I need to decide whether to top or bottom. It's becoming increasingly frustrating to think of the fact that I can't have my cake and eat it too, literally. (laughs) So I'm at the point where I'm thinking I should settle into a role to find a partner or continue casually dating, which I don't want to do long term. What do you guys think I should do? Pick a role that potentially won't satisfy me or wait it out and date until I find someone who's compatible with me sexually. Please help. Sincerely, is verse life really a life? (laughs) P.S. I've only been been single for a year, if that helps with your advice, and I'm in my early 30s. Thanks, Miles. Jesus of Nas Illmatic. So you you say Miles is a lie about this verse thing? No, I'm not saying he's a lie. No, I'm saying he's a lie about no one else being verse. Oh, okay. Not him being verse. No, no, no. But like the just impossible to find somebody else who is also verse. Do you know how many verse thinkers? It's plenty of verse thinkers who are lying about being one thing. Mm. Yes. I see what you mean. Mostly tops. But... But that's way deeper than sexual preference and desire and another day. Is but, that like a is this a deal breaker type situation? What? Like not being able to I don't know. It kind of seems to me so forgive my ignorance here, but it seems to me that if you were verse and you dated somebody who really wanted to do one or the other, maybe it wouldn't be that hard to just kind of do the opposite of what they wanted to do. Like cuz you like both, right? So yeah, but if you're dating someone in your verse, you like both, meaning you're going to want the other one, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it makes more sense for you to date someone who is at least partially verse. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, you can just fit one role and then in the moments that you want, you know, the opposite, then possibly you can get it. It sounds to me like the niggas that you're dating, it's the type of nigga you dating, not what they want. Okay. Because plenty of the niggas that you're fucking with are probably versed, not lying or being fake or whatever. They just ain't shit. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm serious. Like, because if you're truly somebody who is versatile, even if it's even if you prefer one of them, you know, over the other, and you're fucking with somebody who's versatile, you're gonna want to do both. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's more fun in my opinion. So I just I mean, I mean, I could see how I could see how I, I don't I don't see the appeal in bottoming just me personally. But, you know, I wouldn't because I'm not a gay man. <laughs> so that makes sense. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, just say it. You're better off. But it seems like it might be fun to stick your dick in somebody's ass. That does seem like it might be a good time. It's not a bad time. I just can't imagine ever being loose enough to let somebody put their dick in mine. That's you know what? It's great that you don't have to worry about that. You're right. How about it's that? totally optional. Um, But in our case. hmm. Um, I would say if you're someone who is versatile, like for me, for instance, you know what? My mama likes to sneak and listen to these. So never Does mind. she really? Oh, she how be, cute is that? I don't know what her black ass problem is. <laughs> I, I truly, truly don't. I'm pretty sure my mama still does not even know what this show is called. She just like, and stop telling me that you do it. I don't want to know. Oh, well. Oh, that's cute. No, it is not. She's trying to connect. It's a vulgar show. She gave birth to me. We don't need to connect anymore. Um, Anyway, the point is that I think that you probably need to try if, you know, you're in your sexual uh, hunt. Mm -hmm. Try Mm -hmm. a different type of guy, maybe a different vibe of guy or try however you're meeting these guys. Maybe try something. I don't think that it's a problem of you needing to fit one mold because I just know of guys that are versatile who don't have a problem doing both, who enjoy doing both. Now, I know plenty of niggas who 
either prefer to bottom and top occasionally or prefer to top and maybe go bottom once in a while. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. Maybe those are the types of niggas that you are dealing with and they don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are a lot of people who just call themselves. I think that's why motherfuckers would be like, I don't like labels, which is so Raven Simone and dumb in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that you could, you know, be someone who prefers to bottom all the time. And there could just be an era in your life where you're like, I'm topping it out. Mm-hmm. Now is my time. And what is there's? I'm not going to be like you're a liar. Like you do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, people, you're allowed to to change what you want to do sexually or like different things or try new things. You like, you don't have to do something once and then be stuck in that kind of pigeonhole forever. Like I'm not, I'm not advocating that. So it seems to me like you're just going to be miserable if you try to force yourself to top exclusively or bottom exclusively when that's not really what you want to do. Or you can find somebody that you really like. And stick with whatever their opposite of their role is mm-hmm. and then get a toy. You know what? That's a good point. Maybe you're going to meet somebody who checks off all your boxes <laughs> and the nigga just loves to top. He wants to top like 95% of the time. And you're going to be like, well, you know what? I guess I'm going to have to start stretching because yeah. I really like this nigga. And I, don't, I, I, I want to take his dick in my ass like all the time. Like maybe that <laughs> with, I'm just saying, like maybe just be. Maybe you're going to meet somebody who makes you feel that way. But until you do feel that way, I would say don't settle for whatever just to say that you have a dating life or just to be able to say that you have a sex life. Because I feel like a lot of people do that regardless of sexual orientation. You kind of put up with whatever or you change what you really want or act like you don't really want it just to have somebody. And that's just going to make you miserable. Maybe in the meantime, whichever one you like more. I mean, even if you like them pretty much equally, like take which whichever one is like 51%, I don't know, whatever, mm-hmm. and do that one first. So if you like yeah. if you like the bottom more than topping, then make sure that that's what you go for first. So if that nigga flakes out, then at least you got your kicks on Route 26 or, or 66, <laughs> whatever. It goes through Oklahoma, so. Hmm. Uh, whatever. Rule 66 is a real thing. <laughs> no, the opposite of fancy. I always knew that about shoes. That's so, I just knew that they were shoes. That's okay. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. So good luck. There was to the you. Manolo Blahnik high heel Tims, and then there was the Route 66 Tims. There was a Route 66 Tim? Excuse me? A Tim boot. Like a Tim, <laughs> like, like a Tim high heel Timbiras? Route 66. Rua Timbiras? What? Oh, never mind. What is the next question? Okay, yeah, because I I don't think I Googled that right. So our last question comes from Horatio. I made that up. It says, hey, guys, I'm 28 and gay and having an issue with my parents. My dad and I have never had a good relationship. He's homophobic and has never really seen it from me. Up until this December, my parents were married, so he was always in my life, but he kept his distance. He said some pretty hateful things to me about our family and my sexuality like he doesn't think gay people should be allowed to raise children because the majority of us are pedophiles I moved across the country last June for a job and haven't spoken to him since then in December my parents divorced and I pretty much decided to go ahead and phase him out of my life since I no longer have to see him and we weren't communicating anyway I'm named after him but I've been using an alias since I was 18 and I've been looking at changing my name permanently as I start oh because as I start my adoption process I don't want my kids to carry his name 
My mother, with whom I've always been very close, and other family members think I'm being dramatic and I should just suck it up and accept how he is. My mother went as far as to cry about how inconsiderate I, inconsiderate I was for trying to change the name that she chose for me as if it was personal against her. Am I being dramatic or is my family being too lax? Thanks, XOXO Horatio. I said change your name. Tell them if they don't like it. It's a tough, that's probably world history's toughest hit. <laughs> That's what the fuck I would do. You're not going to sit up here and, and say that I shouldn't have kids because I could be a pedophile like your kid. That's so ignorant. That is like the most dumb. But you you are saying I'm inconsiderate for wanting to change my name. I'm going to mm-hmm. change. I would change it to something absurd just to piss them off. <laughs> I would change it to, to fucking grapevine Lady Applebaum's significant third. I don't yeah. know, just whatever. I would change it to a name that's as random as Portia's Lies. Maybe it would make your mama feel better if you changed it to her maiden name. I'm not doing that shit either because you caping for the nigga. I'm changing my name to whatever the fuck I want to. Chris Brown Knowles. <laughs> like <laughs> something to make them angry. I'm trying to understand your mother's hurt feelings even though they don't really come from a place of logic. I think it's just probably the heartbreak of knowing that her husband and the father of her children has been so shitty to her son that he feels like so what the fuck are you mad at me for right. go be pissed off at him and that is very true that is very real and that's why I would say to this young man listen like I would say to him you need to go to your mom and be like listen girl you can't look at the way that this man has treated me since he could tell I was gay because kids know when one parent when a parent doesn't like them or is angry with them or thinks they're disgusting or feels like some type of way kids are not stupid they can pick up on that so I would say you know look at how he's treated me there's no reason for me to I don't want to carry his name especially if you have the same first name too like uh uh-uh I don't want to be reminded of this person who hates who I am girl and he doesn't even care to have a relationship with me and keeps his distance with me but you are talking to me about what I'm gonna change my name to motherfucking Patch Adams Shabazz Dandridge Mm-hmm. <laughs> People think like, oh, well, you can distance yourself all you want to, but going so far as to change your name is just too much. And I just don't, I don't agree with that. I think if if someone has been shitty to you for no good reason or for no reason at all, and that and you carry that person's name, you are well within your rights to no longer want to do that. You don't have to. You're an adult now, and you didn't ask for that name. So if you choose another one, then that is you are totally within your rights to do that. Your daddy sounds like a horrible person. I'm a dude. What the fuck? <laughs> I want to do. What movie is that from? <laughs> well, that's every movie. What you mean? A lot is in that specific movie. one. That I said it the way. Mm, and then I don't know change your name yeah fuck that do what you want to do what you need to do to make yourself happy there are many people especially people within the gay community who are always chasing behind family members especially parents Mm -hmm. that are hateful and mean to them their whole lives trying to please them trying to get their approval and they die miserable That's not fair because you ain't do nothing to nobody. So do whatever the fuck makes you happy. Come up with a fucking fancy ass name Mm -hmm. and It's not your job. Your father is the parent. It's his job to make sure y'all have a healthy relationship. If y'all don't, that's his fault. So if you want to change your name, you don't want to carry your daddy's name. Your mama needs to say, wow, my ex-husband is really a dick because his son doesn't even want to have his name anymore. Like, look at the reason behind that. Don't don't take on that guilt like you're doing something wrong. You're going to have to put that blame where it belongs. Adam, too bad, Jones. <laughs> okay, so on that note, send your questions to asktherita@gmail.com, and we'll be back.
Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so we're back and it's time for the read. It is. Do you have one this week? Yeah, really quick and not even like a super read. I just, um, there was a story that came out about, um, what is the Trump girl name? Tiffany? Well, that's one of his daughters. Yeah, I think she was at a, a fashion show for New York Fashion Week um, and nobody wanted to sit next to her. <laughs> that was my reaction. <laughs> and, Good old I mean, ugly That's how I responded to it personally. <laughs> but um How does it feel knowing that you're the child your father wanted to abort? How does that feel? Jesus. Hmm. That was dark. It is. It is. I mean there's there's video. It's not my fault. Um so uh, Whoopi Goldberg was on The View. Lots of people talked about this on their morning shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Whoopi was basically saying, like, Tiffany, I think I'm going to be at some shows for Fashion Week. If I see you, I'm going to come sit next to you. Oh, and, you know, it's not nice that people, people, they were saying that she was being bullied. Because nobody wanted to sit because next to her. Because nobody wanted to sit next to her at a fashion show. So I just want to say very quickly, it oh, kind of gross. irks me when people misuse the word bullying because I think that like being bullied is a real thing. And it's like an actual issue that a lot of people deal with every single day. And to just say that someone is being bullied because someone said something about them that they may not think is very nice doesn't. That doesn't make any sense, and I think it's dangerous to just be running around saying anything is bullying. For instance, if we sit up on this show and make fun of something that Kiki Palmer got on, that ain't fucking bullying. Because Kiki Palmer, A, has money as far as we know. Kiki Palmer is not going to lose work because of this. Kiki Palmer is not suffering any physical damage from this work and probably not any emotional damage. Like, I just... Right. Anyway. 
that to me is part of the issue, but that wasn't my read. The thing, the reason I have an issue with this, like the coddling of this child because of that, like sure, it probably doesn't feel great that you're sitting at this show and nobody wants to sit next to you. But girl, you know who your daddy is. You know what your daddy is doing. You know the time that we're living mm-hmm. in and you know full well how many Americans feel about him. So I don't know what it is that you could have possibly thought. And so for you to be sitting on the outside trying to cape for her and act like, oh, well, you know, I feel so bad because that isn't very nice and you wouldn't want X, Y, and Z. Do you know how many... Let's keep in mind that Tiffany Trump is a wealthy, young, white girl Mm -hmm. with privilege. There are young ladies at home who would die to be sitting at a New York Fashion Week show and wouldn't give a fuck if nobody sat next to them or not. And who probably deserved to be there. Who... (laughs) Thanks. Like... Who is Tiffany Trump? People who, like bleed who get up every day young women who breathe and bleed fashion not to say that she doesn't because I don't know her you know what I'm saying and I don't care about her but I'm not going to sit up here and act like I feel bad that some people ain't want to sit next to her at a fan nobody took food out of her mouth nobody pushed her into a puddle in the street nobody beat her ass you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. people didn't want to sit next to her and for, you, it's not like they didn't want to sit next to her because they feel like she musty or she stink or she's awful I didn't hear about any by throwing tomatoes at this girl. I wouldn't want to be photographed. (laughs) They just gave her a little space to herself. Here you go, leg room. I would be happy when nobody sitting next to me. Woo, I got a spice for my bag, girl. Same. (laughs) Why is this? Who cares? But like, I wouldn't want to sit next to her. I wouldn't want to be photographed. Who wants to be credited in a photograph next to Tiffany Trump? That's gonna show up in Google. Not the fuck black me. No thanks. (laughs) I can't blame nobody. Like, shut up. That little girl will be just fine. I'm sure that she that wasn't the only fashion show she went to, and that's surely not the only fashion show that she will ever go to. Meanwhile, again, it's plenty of young ladies that would die to either be sitting front row at a show mm-hmm. or walking in a show or just be involved anyway. Some bitches would be happy to take a model or somebody some ice at one of these fashion shows, and you talk about you feel bad for a Trump because mm-hmm. nobody wanted to sit next to them at a fucking fashion show. So the fuck what, girl? Right. I don't feel bad for that little girl she'll be just the fuck black fine and trust and believe whoopee if it was your black ass and your dread sitting at a fashion show and nobody wanting to sit next to you as you said people have done for you tiffany trump would have been the last person to feel bad for you so that's all i've really wanted to say and whoopee uh, frustrates me with that because like on the one hand she's a legend but on the other hand it's like and she goes back and forth please stop right sometimes, like sometimes she she's makes really good points super right right and will like bark on them yeah. girls on that fucking and then thing sometimes, and then sometimes it's like what Whoopi? what are you saying where's the logic Why? what is this bleeding heart shit for Tiffany Trump like you My know her father what is this what's what? the point she wouldn't be there if not for her daddy's name so what's the- all the sympathy about Tiffany Trump is no one remarkable. That's like if somebody was like, you know, I was at the uh, Chanel show or whatever, and, you know, I was backstage and none of the models wanted to sit next to Kendall Jenner, and they were all very, like, nobody wanted to be her friends backstage. Okay, are we supposed to feel sorry for this rich bitch who gets to model? I'm just using that, right, as (laughs) as an example, because, A, you got to model because of who you are, not the work you put in or the blood or whatever. Not to say she don't work hard on nowhere, but you're not going to sit up here and tell me that she didn't get that in because Right, you got the opportunity because of who you are, who your sister is, so... And furthermore, I ain't got to sit next to you. You're getting paid, so who cares? We're not here for friends. (laughs) I'm here to put on these clothes and walk. 
and go home. I don't, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I feel sorry for privilege and no petty, silly, non-situation shit like this, right. especially when that privileged child is an offspring of the devil. Right. So, so say maybe if somebody slapped Tiffany Trump, I would feel bad for her, but probably not. But just by virtue of being a Trump, <laughs> I probably would not feel bad for her. That's fair. <laughs> just wouldn't. I would still be like, mm, I told you go outside. <laughs> I didn't even hear about anybody saying anything mean to her. <laughs> I wonder but, if she was just like, wow, so really nobody's gonna sit next to me wow wow i think that she eventually moved and like sat between some other people and so she was fine there is like i just don't understand there were like several people who were like feeling bad for her for this and i'm just and calling and bullying and i'm like that's not bullying (laughs) because people don't want to sit and did they tease you? Were they like, nah, nah, well, nah, She's nah, not nah. responsible for her father's <laughs> actions. She didn't ask for him to be the president. Was okay. she out there on the campaign trail and shit with him? Yes, the fuck she was. Well, you go and you have a, a sit down with two young ladies by the name of Sasha and Malia. And you ask them huh? about all of the Say bullshit that. that the American people put them through for eight years for every small That's thing it. that they fucking did. And, and they were children. And they were baby girls and I don't know Sasha was like five (laughs) I don't know shit that their father did for them to deserve any of that meanwhile we don't have to speak about shit that this giant baby (laughs) I'm saying has been fucking up every day all day because I don't have to say nothing (laughs) you don't even have to want to (laughs) know to hear what that bitch is doing so I don't want to hear none of that shit don't feel sorry for that little girl please no fuck Tiffany Trump girl you're not gonna what you expect me to believe your feelings were hurt Am I supposed to give a shit? Think she probably didn't even give a fuck. Right. I'm just imagining people coming up and sitting next to her and then being like, and then somebody being like, you know, you, you know you're next to her. Right. She probably <laughs> being like, oh, let me get up for the show start. She probably see somebody's phone go <laughs> off next to them. They get that text and they look and over they look and be real like, real quick and be like, I've got to do my nose. I'll be- <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I'm overdue for a coke break. <laughs> I laughed so hard that's funny and I still think it's funny you ain't gonna get me to feel bad for her fuck Tiffany Trump don't nobody give a shit so what like girl girl, she'll be okay so speaking of people who lie about being bullied Candace Wiggins who is a former WNBA player she just retired I feel like I know who this is she did an interview in the San Diego Union Tribune and said that she was a target in the WNBA because of her heterosexual identity (laughs) Quotes. Girl, shut up. <laughs> Me being heterosexual and straight. <clears throat> as if what? those are not the same thing. But anyway. <laughs> Me being heterosexual and straight <laughs> and being vocal in my identity as a straight woman was huge. Woo! I would say 98% of the women in the WNBA are gay women. It was a conformist type of place. There was a whole different set of rules. They could apply. <clears throat> now, I read all this and I thought... Okay, girl. Like, Candace Wiggins, I know the name because I used to really follow women's college basketball and all this. She's a talented player. She played eight seasons in the WA, went to a lot of different teams. Really nothing wrong to, or not, nothing I could really criticize about her career. And I didn't really care about Aren't this. she from B-more? Until we got to the next part. She says that no. she didn't like the culture inside the WNBA and said, so many people think you have to look like a man and play like a man to get respect. But I was the opposite. I was proud to be a woman and it didn't fit well in that culture. Excuse she said she experienced me? jealousy and competition from other players and that they tried to hurt her. 
I mean, they probably tried to hurt you because it sounds like you're a bitch, <laughs> to be honest. Sounds like you're not nice. She but. said that none of this hateration could keep her from being vocal about her straight identity. And now she's coming out. She's writing a book. <laughs> and she's going to expose. <laughs> so wait, she doesn't play ball anymore? No, she retired. <clears throat> and said that she's thinking about pursuing a career in professional beach volleyball because she thinks the sport celebrates women and the female body as feminine but strong and athletic. So what? what? This, right. So after I read this, I said, oh okay, God. so it's clear to me that Candace Wiggins is just a bigot and wrapping up her distaste for lesbians or masculine women or studs or however you want to call it. She's trying to disguise her distaste for those people by turning it into a, well, everybody is being mean to me because I'm different. Girl, first of all. 98% of the WNBA is not lesbians. <laughs> it's just not the case. There are a lot of very dominant lesbian players in the WNBA, but there are a lot of dominant lesbian. Once you get to high school, you're starting to see dominant lesbian players on the women's side of the game. Yeah. It happens. You've yeah. been knowing that there were gay girls playing. And this is no secret. Like, everybody knows this. So for you to be like, oh, well, I played eight seasons in the WNBA and I just can't believe all the harassment I face as a straight woman. It's just like... Girl, shut the fuck girl, up. Girl, shut the fuck up. First of all, that don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> but this all. shit about people think you have to look like a man or play play like a man to get respect it's just like so what exactly do you think playing like a woman is right so what what exactly are people doing what is the mannish characteristics is it winning is it blocking is it dunking is it, <laughs> is it layups what what is so mannish that these other girls are doing that just offends your delicate feminine sensibilities I'm so confused it doesn't make any fucking sense it's like i I was proud to be a woman and I was proud to be straight so and people not? just that just never fit in with everybody else and this 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 okay so you can be proud to be a woman and proud to be straight but if you go around announcing that you're proud to be a woman <laughs> and proud to be straight I bet you're getting on everybody's fucking nerves <laughs> including the other straight women I bet everybody was like here come Candace ass again about everybody talking about all the dicks she rode last night girl nobody cares just be straight it's like if you it's like you want to you want to create this bias against you like you want to act like people like you were denied opportunities or you just didn't really get the minutes you deserved or you didn't get the respect you deserved as a player like no you had a perfectly fine eight year career in the WNBA and you just felt like there's not enough bitches out here who are just excited to get pregnant or what I don't know <laughs> what did you what what was the issue what how at what point was your time in the WNBA supposed to be like oh well we are just we're, we're done with these with these straight cis women we're just we're not fucking with them no more we're pushing them to the get to the back of the bus if you have a husband bitch <laughs> <laughs> and the W I don't know if you've even been to a WNBA game but they like they they're in no position to try to and and nothing about the WNBA's policies or any of the coaches or owners nothing about it says anything other than this is an inclusive open and accepting space but it has to be that way because there's so much hate towards lesbian and masculine women who play the game as opposed to people like Candace Wiggins or the finer version of her Candace Parker and the more talented no shade but like <laughs> there's plenty of love for the women like that Candace Parker is, is celebrated as a WNBA player 
because in part because she is so beautiful and has a husband and has children and is like a traditional you know quote unquote family woman and maybe you felt like because you were straight you wasn't getting the same love Candace Parker did and and people should have been all up your ass the way they was up hers but maybe y'all just on two different levels of talent and it had more to do with that than whatever you think people are discriminating against you for girl you just sound stupid as fuck bitch you mean to tell me that everybody hated you for liking dick so much that bitches was really going out their way to hurt you on the court no I promise you it wasn't because it was straight it was because you're fucking annoying it sounds like it to me you sound like an insufferable insufferable bitch you sound like anytime like like you don't even kind of like not only are you straight and and you feel confident or or secure in your identity but you feel like these bitches shouldn't even be talking about dyke shit around you like you got tired of hearing them talk about bitches or straps or (laughs) or whatever else like you don't get to be a bitch about this i feel like she probably deal with are dealt with a lot of ignorant people assuming that she's a lesbian because she plays basketball Mm -hmm. or because, you know, of the way they maybe look when they're playing the game. And she got maybe tired of a whole bunch of people saying that shit to her. And so she's deciding that she's going to be doing all of this other shit. And just, again, like that whole shit that she said about volleyball women being celebrated for for, for being for feminine. feminine what the fuck does that have to do with their right. sexuality like like oh, like women shouldn't be celebrated in the WNBA unless they're wearing long ponytails and putting lip gloss on at halftime or something like that shut up the game is women about can winning present the game. however they want to you're not in charge of somebody else's identity you're not in charge of somebody else's presentation you don't get to be mad because the dykes of the WNBA get more attention than you do kiss my ass what you stupid bitch so oh, Oh, I'll Stupid. just do beach volleyball instead because, you, you know, we get to celebrate being sexy girls. But, I guarantee you. Know, athletic you, girls, but like girls. It's going to be some gay girls playing that <laughs> shit that's going to you whoop know it is. that sport too. So. I mean, it's dykes in every, every professional sport. form of athleticism. You stupid bitch. Like what? <laughs> Soul cycle got you are girl. so bigoted and in your quest to be as as rude as possible to lesbian women while trying to make it seem like you are the one being oppressed. You just sound like a fucking idiot. And I'm sure this is just because you want to sell this book. I'm certain of that. And maybe she feels like it's going to be like a WNBA tell all because I just know it's all kinds of dumbass men on the Internet right now. Like, yep. See, I told y'all them dykes is in the WNBA being mean to our beautiful black queens <laughs> who still love dick and serve the Lord. I'm like, OK, girl. Okay. If this is the crowd you want, if this is the angle you're going for, fine. But you can't expect me to respect that. And you can't expect me to really believe that you felt persecuted as a heterosexual woman. Kiss my ass. (laughs) Really? I don't know a single stud, no gay lesbian. I don't know any single one of them that would just be going out of their way to bully no straight girl or persecute no straight girl for being straight just because oh look at that straight bitch I hate her like they're too too busy being neck deep in puss okay especially the WNBA like what the fuck are you even talking about like you said yes they are probably bullying you or making fun of you or fucking with you because you aggravate the fuck out of them you, you just aggravated me. How great you are for being straight, and how you wish everybody else would put in some effort to be pretty too. Kiss. Oh no. Like, what? Bye. Bye. They're putting in mad. effort to beat your ass in this basketball game. Mm. 
Mm. What? Mm. Brittany Griner ain't got to worry about foundation and making sure her eyebrows are snatched all that because first of all, she got pussy waiting on her at home and she got games to win. She going she, overseas in the off-season, bitch. She got 45 <laughs> minutes shoes. to an hour more training <laughs> with the time that you use to put your highlight and shit on and do your fucking, your lashes. <laughs> right. And you wonder why everybody else is still playing and you ain't. Girl, shut the fuck up. Because I don't give a fuck about that Bobby Brown shit that you got on your face. <laughs> if you mad because people assume you're a lesbian because you play in the WNBA. Your problem is with people and their ignorance. Right. Why your problem you is with not not with the women who are just playing the game they love, earning a living, and being who they are. You're an ignorant bitch, Candace. Shut Williams. up. So fuck her, and I'm done. That's my read. Well, all right. That wraps up this week's episode of Read. Yes, it does. Thank you all so much for listening. Quick announcements. First of all, um, this Saturday will be our four-year anniversary show right here in New York City. Um, And are there still tickets for it? There's tickets for the pop-up show? Oh, okay. So we're having a pop-up shop the same day, Saturday, February 25th. It is at 12 p.m. until 5 p.m. There will be merch. There will be limited edition merch and lots of stuff. I will be there. You will be there. Assuming mm. Dustin and Asante <laughs> will also be there. And it is taking place 434 East 9th Street. That is between 1st Ave and Avenue A. I will say that again. 434 East 9th Street. Come out. Have a good time with us. We'll put a flyer up on our Instagram page. Um so you have some place to look at all of the information and stuff. And we will see you there. Come on, buy some cute or whatever to wear and be ratchet at the show oh, later Lord. that night. Um, the show. Also, um, management informs me that I need to say the all of the days of this uh, <laughs> of your comedy tour. tour that I'm doing, so that people have information. Or Alex was like, "I mean, that's nice, but you need to you need to say it." That's kind of like exactly how she said. <laughs> so, Atlanta, Georgia, Dallas, Texas, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Houston, Texas, Chicago, Seattle, New York City, London, Philadelphia, Toronto, Washington, D.C., and Charlotte, North Carolina. Tickets are on KidFuryLive.com. Yay! If you don't have a ticket now, you can go, and I will see you when we get there. London! Um, that's exciting because that I'm going to go see Dream <gasps> Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? I'm going to just come out there then. I don't see why not. And then I'm going to just go to I'm trying to, to figure out a way to go to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I'm definitely... It's like I'm already in Europe. <laughs> trying to figure out how so I can just, just do that. Whoop, right on over there. <laughs> so, uh... So, congratulations. Yeah, KidFuryLive.com for tickets to go see him do his thing on his international tour. Um, go you, friend. Thanks. I think that's it. We have, no, we have one more announcement. Um, in order to keep having advertisers on the show, we need your help. So please go to podsurvey.com slash R-E-A-D and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show the advertisers just how great y'all are. And once you've completed the survey, you can enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card. So again, podsurvey.com slash R-E-A-D. Thanks so much. You might win that $100 Amazon card. So go ahead and do the survey. Thanks, y'all. Um, and I don't think I have anything. <clears throat> the acronym this week is K I R B. Yeah. 
K-I-R-B. Keep an erasal. Wow. No, that's not it. It isn't. Keep immigration real black. Keep. That's a good one, though. (laughs) Keep it real, real, bitch. bitch. I was so close. You know what I mean? (laughs) Fine. Anyways, we'll see see you next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, that too. too. Places. (laughs) Whatever. Bye. I live by routines, but I especially love my same-day delivery routine with Shipped. And my shopper knows this about me. When Sunday rolls around and I place my weekly stock-up order, Joe sends texts from the aisles. Wilted lettuce? Nah, hard pass. Deal on my favorite sparkling water? Whew, grab two. Fresh flowers just because? Hmm, sounds like a delightful idea. If you love routines that work for you, get Shipped same-day delivery. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com slash hi. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's OMRI certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow.